Hello, my fellow Stoic, and welcome to the Stoic Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, John Brooks. And before we get into today's episode, I want to spend just a moment addressing the anxiety gremlin together. You know, the one that lurks in the shadows, feasting on your confidence and mental clarity. But in all seriousness, anxiety is a major problem for many of us. It denies our potential in life. And it kept me stuck for years. I used to struggle with anxiety attacks, chronic worrying, fear of judgment from others, social anxiety, difficulty building connections, brain fog, being distracted, struggle with sleep, feeling constantly tired, general feelings of insecurity and low self-esteem. And it would sometimes show up in work and professional situations And also they came with it, this kind of joy sapping quality where I just wasn't able to enjoy life to the full. And then also kind of like shame and feeling alienated because of the whole thing. I struggled with this for quite a few years and kind of distracted myself out of it, tried the mainstream techniques, but eventually I just had enough and I made a decision. I refused to live the rest of my life with this constant war inside this constant inner battle. So I set out to learn as much as I could about the psychology of anxiety, as well as the philosophy of happiness. I also stumbled on stoicism during this process. And then I refined my ideas into a system that helped me personally break free from the shackles of fear. I tested it on myself. I tested it on coaching clients. I released different parts of it to the public. My meditations relating to anxiety have been listened to by many thousands of people. And I kept building and building upon this. And the result of all of this work and study is now the course Stoic Anxiety Mastery. This is my flagship course, and it consists of four parts that will teach you new psychological skills, not just ideas, but skills that will help you kick anxiety to the curb, unlock your full potential, get rid of things like anxiety attacks, that feeling of dodging social situations, that constant resistance and feeling like you're not meeting your potential because this thing called anxiety or fear is holding you back. And so if you resonate with the type of work that I create, if my lessons and my teachings have personally helped you, I would encourage you to check out Stoic Anxiety Mastery. Imagine yourself being able to confidently enter a room, talk to strangers, nailing work meetings, picture in your mind what it would be like to have a crystal clear mind And this is what Stoic Anxiety Mastery is all about. It's about giving you the toolkit to help you rise above the chaos and thrive in all areas. So if all of this sounds interesting to you, you can head over to stoicstore.com where you'll find Stoic Anxiety Mastery. Stoicstore.com, there's going to be a link in the show notes. And I hope you join me on this epic journey of turning the path of overcoming anxiety into a path of mastery. It's been a life-changing adventure for me, and I sincerely wish that if anxiety is something you struggle with, it becomes one for you too. With all that said, thank you for being on this journey with me, and now let's go on to today's episode. You may be aware that there are four stoic cardinal virtues. Number one is justice. The idea here is that we learn to act with more fairness, speak the truth, and do to others as we would do to ourselves. The word justice Donald Robertson has said is probably not the best way of thinking about it. A better translation would be fair kindness. Next, we have temperance. 
This is the ability to put things in balance, to practice voluntary hardship, abstinence, to moderate our indulgences. Thirdly, we have courage. Here we develop a lifestyle where we can lean into our fears, step outside of our comfort zones, and do the right thing even if we feel afraid to do so. Something I like to do to help me understand the virtues in practice is to imagine the opposite. Imagine someone getting abused or mistreated and then picture someone seeing this knowing they should do something. It is right to do something. Their inner conscience or daemon, this voice or intuition tells them to speak up, call someone, report it, do something. But they just don't because they're afraid. Even though they're afraid, they don't have the discipline to overcome that fear. They don't have the courage. And so they don't do what's just. But there's a fourth cardinal virtue. It is argued that if you want to practice Stoicism, it's not really about the techniques. There are many techniques. I love talking about all of the different techniques and how I apply them to my life. But if you do nothing other than remember fair kindness, temperance, and courage, and try to live according to those virtues each day, you'll be a practicing Stoic. You'll be moving closer to virtue. As a quick side note, you may be wondering, why are the cardinal virtues called the cardinal virtues? Well, the term cardinal has its roots in the Latin cardinalis, signifying principal or pivotal. It can be traced back to cardo, denoting a hinge. So this suggests the metaphor of everything else hinging on or being determined by what is deemed cardinal. So a way to think about this is that your happiness, your contentment, your wisdom hinges on your ability to embody these cardinal virtues. But there is a fourth cardinal virtue, one that doesn't get discussed as much because it's kind of slippery to get a grasp over. And that is practical wisdom, the knowledge of what is truly good or bad for you. I was recently listening to an interview on the Trigonometry podcast featuring Massimo Pigliucci. And he said, the question about practical wisdom is a good one. There is a fundamental technique in Stoicism that is also adopted by modern cognitive behavioral therapists. And the Stoics referred to it as philosophical journaling. The CBT practitioners probably used some other term for it, but it's the same basic idea. So this is a notion that goes back at least 2,000 years. A good example of this is Marcus Aurelius's meditations. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor and a Stoic philosopher, and he wrote this book, The Meditations, which is essentially a personal diary, a philosophical diary, where he keeps track of his progress and asks himself what you should do and so on. In fact, it was not meant for publication. It was his personal thing that eventually somebody got hold of and published. So here's the basic idea. There are many ways of doing philosophical journaling, but the one that is most common, arguably, is this. Number one, find a quiet space. Number two, review your day. Number three, ask yourself, what did I do wrong? And then Massimo goes on to explain how he does his philosophical journaling, which he does every night. There are six basic steps 
Step one, find a quiet space. Step two, review your day. Step three, ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Step four, ask yourself, what did I do right? Step five, ask yourself, what could I do better if something like this happens again? And step six, develop this process into a consistent habit. So what this may look like is that in the evening you go to your room, you carve out 10 minutes of your time, find somewhere that's quiet, open up your laptop or your tablet or a physical journal, and then just think about what happened throughout the day. Pay particular attention to the things that didn't go so well. Did you make any mistakes? Were there any things you could have done better? Were there any tricky situations which made you squirm? Any ethically gray areas of the day or your behavior? And now just ask yourself, what did I do wrong? The idea is not to punish yourself and fill yourself up with regret. It's not about that. You want to be thinking of yourself the same way you would think about another person. Oh, I'm going to learn from this. Oh, look at this person's behaviors and actions. What can I learn from that? So you reflect and think critically about the mistakes and you just make a note. You know, what did I do that wasn't ideal? But then we balance this by asking ourselves, what did we do right? What went well? What do I feel pleased about? And now the most important part of the whole exercise, the most crucial one, is what could I do better if the same sort of thing happened tomorrow or next week or in the future? We can mentally practice this. Well, if this were to happen again, I would be sure to bring this idea or this thought or this technique to mind. The key to this whole exercise, though, is that it's got to be done daily. If not daily, then at least multiple times per week, consistently. You can't do this exercise tonight and then expect to be a completely different person tomorrow. Just like coaching takes time to have an effect. Just like going to the gym and lifting weights takes time to have an effect. Just like studying a subject takes time to have an effect. What you are doing is you're coaching yourself to be a better person. You've got to do this day in, day out. You may make the same mistake five times, 15 times, 20 times, 50 times. But by bringing mindfulness to it, seeing it more clearly, coaching yourself through it, you're still reducing the chances of this becoming a permanent habit, a permanent way of being. The meditation teacher, Andy Puddicombe, has a really nice image for this type of behavioral change. He says, there's a big hole in the road further ahead. This hole represents a destructive behavioral pattern. We are going about our day and we consistently keep falling into the hole. So we bring mindfulness to the situation. We learn where the hole is placed. Some days we may walk past the hole. But there's always going to be that day when we're daydreaming or thinking about something else, we're distracted, and we fall back into the hole. But over time, even though we may get frustrated, eventually we will walk past the hole every time. The philosophical journaling exercise speeds up that process. It's like 
mindfulness on steroids for behavioral change. If you combine mindfulness with it, I think you get a double whammy. You get a force multiplier. So I recommend that. Having a meditation practice, plain, old, simple, but profound mindfulness with a philosophical journaling exercise. Commit to doing it for three months. Make it the one habit that you don't skip every day. And you may just be astounded what happens. Thank you for listening to the Stoic Handbook podcast. If you'd like to support my work, you can leave a review, a rating on Spotify. It takes just a few seconds. And you can also leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I read every review. I deeply appreciate this and it really helps me to be able to spend more time doing this work and get great guests on this podcast. So thank you so much and I will see you on the next episode, if fortune allows.